Welcome to the Fontenelle Final Bell here on the Rural Radio Network. I'm Susan Littlefield. Wrapping up a trading whip, we're going to, of course, talk a little bit about what's happening harvest progress-wise. And as we are doing this program, we have rain here. Does not mean that we're going to be uh, seeing rain, though. When you look at the 8- to 14-day forecast, we'll talk about those precipitation outlooks and what we're going to see across the, the upper Midwest. Also, we're going to talk about a commodity we don't get a lot of chance to talk about, and that is oats. And I know my Minnesotan comes out of me as I say that, but we are going to talk about oats and corn and beans and really and wheat, what we've seen in changes for this week. Lots to look at as we bring Troy Nielsen onto the phone with us. Troy is with Smart yield so troy i have not heard a lot of combines running in my neck of the woods yet but what are you hearing from folks and and where's the progress at yeah susan um the progress obviously the further south you go this earlier this week i was down into um um, eastern kansas so i went into through uh, southeast nebraska down into northeast kansas into central down to about i-70 is about as far south as i went but um, the harvest activity um, they, they were in corn they were in beans and the harvest activity in that area has ramped up um, quite a bit of course and the further north i came headed home um, um, the activity wasn't quite as um, um, strong in eastern Nebraska, but you got to about the York area headed west. You really saw some harvest activity picking up. Um, and then right here in the Kearney area where we're at with Smart Yield, um, we're hearing yield reports. A lot of guys got started this last Monday, um, depending on what they could get into, whether it was wet corn, which a lot of folks got into wet corn the first of this week, maybe went to beans, um, at the end of the week or middle of the week and so a lot a lot of the um the harvest that we're getting now is on wet corn and soybeans but um they're ramping up pretty good and so we're seeing heavy harvest activity in this area having said that and i know the the wet corn and i've talked to a few producers who are concerned about um not only just the dry down of corn but the dry down of the corn stock itself that they're still seeing a lot of green leaves out there whereas the soybeans are suddenly dropping leaves like crazy what are you seeing and and talk from from producers are you seeing a bigger switch from corn to beans right now because of that yeah, yeah, we sure are. We're seeing that switch. Um, guys that come out and if they got some wet corn out, that's great. Um, but then they went to beans or started on beans if they didn't have wet corn. Once they got into the beans, um, you know, it doesn't take um, as many days, of course, typically to knock the beans out. Once they do, they'll be looking for some areas that have some corn dried down far enough. Um, to get into. Otherwise, it might be a hurry up and wait for a few days also until they can get some corn dried down. Um, and so I, I think that's what that we're looking at. And so then you're talking weather because this corn is close. It's really close. Um, tomorrow it's supposed to be back up, you know, in the 80s again and same with Sunday or close to 80s, Sunday in the 80s. And so we're going to see that with some wind. Um, uh, more than likely uh, continue drying some of this corn down. So it won't be too long, and they'll be into some um, drier corn pretty quick. Across the Midwest, and even for our listeners in Wisconsin, uh, dry weather right now is our friend for this harvest. What are we looking at in that 8 to 14-day forecast? Yeah, what we're looking at there, um, 8 to 14, um, this, this, the western belt, which I would call from basically the Missouri River west, you know, you're, uh, Nebraska, Kansas, up in the Dakotas, you're looking at um, normal um, 
um, precept. And that's the whole the thing that we're looking at now is just the precept. So in that area, in our area right here, we're looking at normal precept. I think next week in the middle of the week, we have a pretty decent chance for some rain. That's not all that welcomed right now, of course, but we do have a chance for some rain. Um, and, and some of that's even a little bit further south and west of here. Uh, so I don't think it'll be in the main part of the gr uh, growing belt here very long. And then you get into the central part of the belt, into Iowa, Missouri, um, Wisconsin. Um, you're going to have near normal precip. And then the further east you go, the lower the um, chances of precip are in the next 6 to 10. Um, so that eastern part of the belt should have just wide open. Um, really shouldn't have any, any moisture issues slowing us down very much, except for some spots out here. Um, in the middle of next week. So with harvest underway, it gets folks wondering, what is the basis like right now in the country with harvest underway? Yeah, we, we hear basis. And of course, uh, the hurricane that messed up the ports down in Louisiana, that really put a... Um, put a kink in things as far as the delivery process down the river here a few weeks ago and it backed things up pretty good you, but you did see your basis starting to get pretty what i would call weird at that time because we typically right at the first of harvest don't have a hurricane come through and mess up our ports so it was kind of a big deal but what we're seeing out here from um say aurora west out into that paxton area we're seeing um a basis here at harvest that um, is extremely favorable compared to normal basis levels. Um, your corn basis levels um, are, are strong in even getting out to the December and then that Jan, Feb, March of 22 market. The basis is still pretty attractive um, at this point as well. Soybean-wise, very attractive. Um, anybody that's got some grain left over from last year has an incredible basis because there's not a, grain, a lot of grain left over from last year. So with that behind us, now we're getting into harvest. We've got new bushels coming to town. Basis will change here within the next week. Lots of things to look at for these guys. Are, are you hearing any thoughts? Are they marketing off the combine? Are they going to store it? What, what's the thought pattern out there? Yeah, with the stocks to use as tight as it is, um, we're much tighter than we were a year ago with stocks to use on corn and beans, of course. Um, I think there, there's more interest in storing and owning these um, commodities out further than harvest, of course. Um, people have also ramped up their storage capabilities here in the last five years. So their ability to store, their willingness to store is pretty strong right now. Well, stick around, folks. We've got a lot more coming up as we continue with the second segment. We will look at the change we've seen for the week in these crops. You're listening to the Friday version of the Fontenelle Final Bell on the Rural Radio Network. At Fontenelle Hybrids, our dealers make the difference in the products we sell. Here's Fontenelle dealer Kevin Callwhite from Humphrey, Nebraska. We've had wonderful success. We do a lot of field trials, side-by-sides, and test plots to help fine-tune products for our customers' specific needs. I have peace of mind knowing that next year's products will be selected and tested by someone that knows our farms and knows our area, and that's Fontenelle. For more, visit Fontenelle.com. Always read and follow grain marketing and all other stewardship practices and pesticide labeling. Welcome back to the Fontenelle Final Bell here on the Rural Radio Network. I'm Susan Littlefield. As we continue the conversation with Troy Nielsen, Troy again is with Smart Yield. So when we left, we were just kind of talking about where we were seeing basis levels and, and how things were shaping up with harvest getting underway. But having said that, 
What type of change do we see for this week? We're going to look at corn, beans, wheat, and the oats. And I think, really, Troy, we got to start with this oat market because it really set the tone. As the old saying goes, oats knows, and it definitely knew something this week. Yeah, the oats is a lot of fun to talk about because we don't talk about oats that often. We don't see oats raised in this area, but it is fun to talk because the oats knows. Um, But I would also reach back and say um, the December contract of the oats, um, it wasn't that long ago that we were uh, in that 350 range, and now we're at 575. So it's an incredible move when you look at it on a chart um, that just I, I, I've never seen it happen in 30 years that way on the oats. It's an aggressive move. It's continuous. And, and who knows for what reason? I don't know that reason. Um, might be because um, North Dakota and into Canada were in an extreme drought this summer. And it might be as simple as that is that the production is just way off. But I don't study oats much as far as the fundamentals. But looking at it on a chart, it's been an amazing move. And oats right now, by the way, they closed today at 575 on the December contract. Um, a week ago, they closed at 542 and three quarters. They're up 32 and a half cents for the week. Um, that's, that's your December oats. So big move. Uh, December corn compared to that, uh, we closed today at 520. We settled at 526 and three quarters. That's actually less than a penny change for the week. Um, November beans settled at 1285 today. That's a one cent move for the week. Um, so those markets were really flat on a week-to-week basis at this point. There's some movement in between, but very flat for the week. And then your Chicago um, December week contract closed at 7.23, three quarters. That's up 15 cents for the week. So they're just in different areas and we're just getting into harvest. So there's a price discovery. There's a production discovery. There's a lot going on in these grain markets. And uh, right now we're, um, you know, I think when you look at the funds, the funds are still long in these corn and in the soybean markets, but you don't see a lot of movement with them at this point. And I think a lot of it is this, it's the production and price discovery process taking place. So in a whole, with the way the corn and the beans have traded, what are your thoughts as we look and wrap up this weekend and get ready to head into next week and harvest pressure that's gonna continue for these markets? Yeah, I think when I look at the corn market, it's real simple. We Like you talked in the first segment, we have a really um, um, favorable basis um, in most areas right now in this corn market. So that's good. Um, and we're still in that we're at 525 on December corn. We're still above well above five dollars. Um, most places you, you're still um, at an attractive at or near five dollar cash. Um, historically, that's that's a fantastic opportunity. Now, when I look at the uh, the chart on this December corn back here, when we put our high in at six thirty eight, that was back in the middle of May. Since then, we've had high, uh, lower highs, and we've had lows that haven't worked higher or lower. So it's the lows have flattened off, but your highs have gotten lower. So we're working; it's coming right into harvest. And now I think the big, the big discussion or the big question is, will we see um, last week's low in this corn market, which was four ninety seven and a half? Um, will we go back and retest it? Will we take it out? I think that's the discussion we hear a lot right now. So um, 
how does that play into marketing your grain? How does it play into establishing cash contracts if you need to get a little bit further into your cash at this time? Still real good opportunities with a, with a favorable um, basis. Uh, yet at the same time, if you're going to the bin with these bushels, do you want some short-term protection on them? So there, there is the marketing piece of that. I think there's some really great opportunities right now. And the, and the same in the soybean market. We've seen lower highs coming in since um, mid-June. And so, but, but we really haven't plowed into new lows um, in an aggressive manner at this point. Um, and so will we go challenge the lows that we saw last week at 1257? Here we're at 1284. You know, so can we see this thing go down 30 cents and challenge that low? Or will we see new lows? Then you look at the seasonality of it. In the last five years, your seasonal lows coming in through harvest, um, we're at or maybe just a little bit past those seasonal lows. So I, I think there's a lot that's going to come together and come to fruition here in the next week or two. Well, having said that, what is the best way for folks to get a hold of you? Yeah, just call our office here in Kearney, Smart Yield. It's 308 234 Six eight zero five, And that is today's Fontenelle Final Bell. Just a reminder, commodity futures and options do involve a substantial risk of loss, and they're not suitable for all investors. That's the Fontenelle Final Bell being brought to you by Fontenelle Hybrids and all your local dealers. Pick it up as a podcast through our website at ruralradionetwork.com or wherever you subscribe for free. It's the Fontenelle Final Bell on the Rural Radio Network. <laughs>